Welcome to FinTech Fridays. Oh yeah! A weekly podcast brought to you by the National Crowdfunding and FinTech Association of Canada and Partners. Covering all things FinTech, blockchain, P2P, AI, and alternative finance. Hey everybody, Mason Khan here. Thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the Fintech Friday podcast. Uh, just before we jump right into this week's episode, I uh, just wanted to make another quick announcement. Uh, here at the NCFA, we are launching our fifth annual 2019 Fintech and Finance Conference and Expo. Uh, it's going to be known as uh, FFCon 19 on April 3rd to 4th here in Toronto, Canada. So um, again, I urge you to uh, please save the date. Uh, FFCon 19 is an immersive two-day conference and expo featuring high-growth startups, scale-ups, emerging technologies, regulation, game-changing projects, the latest trends, deal flow, and investment opportunities. This year's theme is fearless. So, I mean, again, with all the crazy global risk that's been going on, I mean, the U.S. versus China China and Canada, Brexit, fintech industry adoption challenges, startup funding challenges, and scaling issues. FFCon 19 is empowering companies with everything they need to build an amazing next generation businesses right here in Canada and taking them global to show off to the world. We're launching it this week and registration and partnership opportunities will be opening up soon. So stay tuned and get involved. And without any further ado, this is episode 26 with Peter Paul Van Hooken, the CEO of FrontFunder. I have the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Peter Paul. Peter Paul, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I mean, uh, I've been super excited to have you on the show. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Peter Paul is actually the CEO and founder of FrontFunder. Peter Paul, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Hi, man. It's a pleasure to be in your show. So for the five or six people that may not know essentially who you are and what FrontFunder is, could you just give us a quick rundown of a little bit of your background and a little bit of what FrontFunder is? Sure, yeah. So, so my name is uh, Peter Paul van Hooken, uh, the founder and CEO of FrontFunder. Um, my background is basically in, in, in finance. I worked for about uh, eight, nine years in banking uh, in Europe, relocated to, uh, to Canada in 2010. And uh, also moved on, moved away from the, from the banking industry, uh, more down the entrepreneurial path, and started working with small companies help them get ready to raise capital uh, and connect them with prospective investors. And so that, that time was actually, uh, uh, that was an, an experience, uh, a time where I experienced how challenging it is for small companies to, to raise capital and also how we're not using, uh, you know, electronic means like the internet and, and, and digital technology to facilitate that, that whole process of connecting early stage companies with investors. So that's where the whole idea about, uh, about FrontFunder essentially came from. And it was, by the way, already happening in other geographies like in the UK and Australia. It's essentially to bring investing in funding and investment in young companies to bring that online and co connect startups with the wider investor community, essentially the public. And that's, that's called these days often investment crowdfunding or equity crowdfunding and that is what FrontFunder is doing. We're currently Canada's leading online uh, investment crowdfunding platform. I love your guys' approach and I love the other Canadian companies. I mean, we definitely had some of the other crowdfunding and opening up the borders and just allowing everybody to 
kind of be able to invest in companies that just that in and of itself it just makes it that much more the fact that you guys are making that much more easier and that much more accessible and just really simplifying the whole investment process and kind of making it that much more welcoming for everybody that in and of itself is pretty incredible thanks yeah it's been an interesting journey because the challenge of course in you know crowdfunding is one thing and a traditional crowdfunding has started with kickstarter and indiegogo and those those and, and fundraiser in canada uh, is the traditional form but when when it involves investments and securities, of course, it becomes a totally different ballgame because then you're dealing with, you know, securities regulation as well. So to bring those pieces to, together, the, you know, the regulatory side of it and the, the technology side and, and, and then to, to basically launch the, the platform has been uh, definitely been, been an, an interesting uh, uh, journey so far. But, but as you say, it's, it's very exciting to, for, for us to enable companies to raise capital from from essentially from the public right and to reach out to to perhaps their existing customers and and anyone that really is excited about uh, what what these companies are doing and they like to be part of it now they can actually invest in these companies and that for as little as you know a couple hundred dollars and you become a, a co-owner in a company so yeah it's a it's a very exciting uh, a phenomenon and uh, and it's it's on the rise uh, worldwide but uh, but now also in canada yeah no i mean i absolutely agree with you i mean um now that startups ha- are on a pedestal i mean like like if you stay on linkedin long enough you're definitely going to find like five or six companies that you find of interest and the fact that like now you can take it one step further and kind of go like oh hey you know like that company i don't know i'll make up a company like the company that like the bird of toronto or whatever right oh like you love them like the CEO has an interesting story, you know, Hey, with front funder, you can actually invest like a couple hundred dollars, like you said, in that company and actually support their journey and actually support their vision. Um, that's pretty credible. Um, I'm going to put a pin into, you didn't mention regulations. I'm going to put a pin into that, uh, for a little bit later. You had an interesting journey. I mean, uh, I want to dig into that a little bit more. Could you just give us a little bit more detail of what your journey looked like, the trials and tribulations, because this isn't your first time at the rodeo. And you guys are right now, you guys are going through a massive raise. So could you just talk a little bit more of the journey and everything leading up to the raise and currently what's kind of going on with the raise? Sure. Yeah. And it's a very excited to share, <clears throat> share that with the listeners is that we, you know, we are indeed, we just launched our own race. I mean, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we are in a, in an early stage company too. And, uh, we also need capital to grow. So, uh, so why wouldn't we, uh, you know, drink our own whiskey and uh, you use our own platform to raise capital? And that's uh, that's exactly what we're what we're doing. And we've done it indeed uh, before, uh, uh, twice already. Uh, so essentially, listing front funder on front funder. So listing ourselves on our own platform and opening it up for uh, for the public to to invest. And uh, we uh, we just launched our um, our third campaign last Thursday. On Valentine's Day, along the lines of uh, front funders, the heart of Canadian business, and uh, opening it up for everyone uh, to participate in our company, in our, you know, in in our uh, uh, online platform, and for a minimum investment of five hundred dollars. So we're, uh, yeah, we're really, uh, you know, using our own solution, and uh, obviously fully believe in it and uh, and it's exciting it's also great to be actually on the on the client side the client company side of our platform right so really use our own solution to raise capital for our own uh, for our own capital for our own, uh, company so yeah very excited about that and um, we just launched it last last Thursday as mentioned and uh, 
we uh, we will close um, uh, by the end of March. Uh, we will close this race. I love that you guys are gonna drink your own whiskey. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna put that <laughs> into the show. I'm gonna put that into the little description. I love that so much. It's interesting switch going from the actually running the platform to actually being on the platform. That I mean, that's kind of funny. Uh, to, it's very interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. Yeah. No, you don't really. Um, it's a very unconventional approach because not many. It makes sense. Like in in, in a lot of sense, it makes sense. Hey, like if you are a crowdfunding platform, you guys are going through a raise. Why not open up the opportunity for everybody that's been following your journey? Um, because now, like startups actually have fans behind them, which is really interesting, right? Well, so, yeah, it's absolutely. It, it is an interesting experience, and it's kind of it's in a way almost a no-brainer that yes, of course, you're using your own platform, right? But it's it is indeed an in its experience to be sort of on the the client side, if you like, and use our own platform. Also, it's a great experience because, uh, and we've yeah, we've done it twice before, is that, the, the you know, as you just mentioned, companies raising on our platform, you're really going, you're going out there um, to, to potentially anyone you want and invite them to participate in your company. But you need to work on that, right? So we always tell our client companies, hey, you know, listing on FrontFunder is not, uh, that's, that's, that's not the end all and be all. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you've got to support it as a company by, you know, sharing exciting news stories about, about your company, about progress or new milestones or any updates that, that, that show that your company is doing well and growing and things that people can get excited about. So you want to share that with your potential investors and that's how you attract investors and 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 uh, come to the platform and we got a significant user base now and investor base but it's still always uh, as we like to say kind of a you know working in partnership with companies on our platform to make it a successful race right no i, I absolutely agree with you i mean um <laughs> just just thinking of putting putting your company just on front funder and just like really crossing your fingers and just like saying your prayers and hopefully you're gonna hit hit that target um it's it's really silly. Like you're definitely gonna have to put in the work uh, into making the company of uh, what you want. Yeah, yeah. We often say we say, look, you're not outsourcing your funding to us. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's yeah. a yeah, it's, it's a great way to put it. You're not outsourcing uh, your funding. So to switch gears, um, you bref- you briefly mentioned uh, regulations, and um, could you just My touch favorite on- topic? <laughs> Sorry. My favorite topic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I figured I figured you'd be the you'd be the right person uh, at the challenge about right. I mean, like you know, when people think regulations, Peter Paul, front frontier, that's that's the guy. That's the guy you want to talk to. <laughs> so, um, with I mean, we definitely had uh, a couple episodes back. We talked about the regular regulatory burden that's currently going in on Canada, and you do have you do play a, a significant role when it comes to the regulation side of of Canadian um, fintech business. Could you just, I mean, like, give us a little bit of, you know, like, again, for the people that may not know the work that you're kind of doing, could you just give us a little bit understanding of the work that you're kind of doing when it comes to regulation and pretty much express your love for uh, regulation? <laughs> sure. Uh, love and hate, I guess. Yeah. No, it's, it's well, you see, the fact we're operating, first of all, we are as FrontFunder and other platforms that are, uh, that, that, that take on funds from uh from investors are you know are are in investment in, in investment business right and and the uh, and securities industry in and and that's regulated and and that in itself the fact that the industry is, is regulated is is fine and is actually 
needed. And then that we've seen that in the past with, you know, we all know that this is a very it's a challenging industry that can be sort of tempting. And then so there are rules in place uh, to regulate that. And, and you know, I, I, I understand and I support it. And certainly for us, we are basically, have we with, with FrontFunder, we, you know, we operate a platform where we enable anyone really to invest in particularly in earlier, earlier stage companies, right? So, and so that's, and, and because we are inviting the public to now invest in these companies, early stage or further advanced companies, but they're all private companies, um, it is very important that these, these investors that may have never invested before in early stage companies understand um, what they're doing and understand the risks of investing in early stage companies, right? So, and that, and regulation, supports that uh, and make sure that investors are informed about the potential returns and risks before they make an investment decision. So, uh, so the, the rules, um, and it's been with, with front fund, we've been kind of pioneering this in, 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 in Canada uh, with several other uh, 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 market participants as well is to explore this new way of enabling companies to raise from the wider investor community. And typically, it was restricted to, uh, you know, to to uh, angel investors, uh, VCs, and other accredited investors. So investors had a, have a certain certain amount of, of wealth, and and that is only around three percent of the total population. So ninety-seven percent of the population has traditionally been locked out from investing in private companies, right? While there's a huge group, of course, in that audience, in that ninety-seven percent, that do have the they may not be accredited, but they do have, you know, investable assets and they, they, they are interested in investing in, you know, early stage companies that they, that they are excited about and think may do very well and, and, and they want to get a piece of the action. So, so, that, so because it's a whole new group that we're inviting, regulation is key now. The regulators in Canada haven't been, uh, in Canada, securities regulation is a, is a provincial matter. So we have uh, provincial securities regulators in Canada, and they have introduced uh, uh, rules to support investment crowdfunding uh, in the last few years in Canada. Uh, but there are some challenges with those rules. And, and for a start, uh, because we are dealing with multiple securities regulators, multiple rules have been introduced. So we, we, we don't have an harmonized investment crowdfunding rules in Canada. And that is challenging because there are differences in the rules that we implemented. They're kind of fragmentized, which means that, uh, you know, in BC, uh, different uh, rules or different limits or, you know, uh, ways for companies to raise capital through investment crowdfunding apply as opposed to other provinces. Uh, and so those, those differences is, is clearly a challenge for both for companies that are looking to raise capital from the wider investor community across Canada, as well as for investors, because investors in one jurisdiction may be able to invest in a young, in a, you know, early stage company, but not in another uh, jurisdiction. And so that's, uh, that, that does cause challenges and therefore, you know, clearly we're not, we're certainly not tapping the full potential yet of what investment crowdfunding has to offer. And put that in perspective, uh, Mansi, with the fact that uh, in other geographies like in the UK and now also south of the border in the US where they do have a federal investment crowdfunding rules, it has already become basically mainstream financing. And so, and so in, in Canada, we run the risk of 
falling behind because the, the rules that are in place are, are have not been harmonized and, and therefore uh, make it make it difficult for uh, for for market participants to use. I mean, it, it seems like a no-brainer, right? Like it, this, this is like another no-brainer thing of like, hey, if we're gonna bring like companies like Frontfunder, like if we are a crowdfunding platform where, where everyone becomes an investor, they should be able to like get the same kind of protection, know the same kind of rules, like have some kind of like regulation or regulatory body that kind of monitors it and n- not make it just like province specific, right? Because like the fact that like, I mean, again, it, it's, it's probably because like it's, it's very early. I mean, you know, like Canada has been, in, I've, I've mentioned this <laughs> more times than I can, but Canada has been always traditionally very conservative in the past. So they're always willing to kind of like hold back on certain things when it comes to like, especially when it comes to like the regulatory body. So, I mean, the fact that you said like the UK and the United States um, having already like rules and regulations that they already have the ball rolling, it makes sense. I mean, I think Canada is, I mean, with amazing guys like you and like with Craig from um, who runs the NCFA here, it's, you guys are only going to get the ball rolling a lot faster and you guys are going to help bring awareness. And like, it, it's just a matter of time before we have like an overarching regulatory body that kind of covers like all of Canada and like any, any Canadian or, you know, or any Canadian investor can kind of just say like invest in, if they see a really amazing company in BC, like you mentioned, they can invest in that. Or if they see an amazing company in like a Callowit that they really love, they can invest in that as well. Right. Yeah. It is, it is a matter of time. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I I think what is important that it's it's rather sooner than later. Um, we've had these rules, these new investment crowdfunding rules in place now for 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 over two years. So they're they're clearly, you know, uh, lessons learned and an experience with with how these rules w- work and what doesn't work. So uh, you know, we have enough information now and experience to to move forward with indeed. Uh, you know, har- harmonizing the rules. And, and again, I think, you know, the fact we're not necessarily uh, personally, I'm not even asking for necessarily, you know, one national regulator, which will definitely take much more time. Uh, but, but it's more about harmonizing rules, particularly in the space of investment crowdfunding, because those, those rules are particularly targeted to, or their purpose is to, is to enable you know, startups, early stage companies that need financing to grow and thrive. You know, the whole point is to provide those companies better access to capital. So, you know, the, the, the fragmentized rules currently currently exist make that difficult, and therefore they they raise the threshold for these companies to raise capital, right? And at the least, they're raising the, the cost of raising capital for these for these companies and again given the you the huge potential that we've seen pretty you know materialize in other in other countries is that for these companies to tap this pool of of capital very significant pool of capital is uh, is is obviously is important and and a huge potentially huge help to these companies to raise to raise the capital they need yeah, I mean, it, and it really opens up like it's it opens up a world of opportunity, right? For these early stage um, companies, knowing that they don't really have to go the traditional route when it comes to investing, right? I mean, that's that's kind of why you're seeing a lot of companies now twenty like in like pretty much all of 2018, you're seeing a lot of companies um, create their own ICO, right? Because they didn't want to go the traditional route of finding angel investors, finding VCs to help fund their company. They're like, hey, we'll just create a coin and we'll just have like our 
our, our users, our customers and our future customers raise money through that. Right. And it just, yeah, like the, the fact that like a lot of early stage companies are kind of locked out of this huge potential market base of money that could really help them. It's again, it's kind of silly, but like it, it's going to be only a matter of time where companies going to have access to that and just crowdfunding yeah. is just going to be that much more incredible. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So the efforts, you know, you further early on to the initiatives and also with, with the, and certainly, um, you know, the NCFA taking, taking lead in, in promoting, you know, with, with, you know, burden reduction uh, of regulation. And that, and that, that's, that will be, that will be important. Uh, and it will definitely uh, help to expedite this process of, of, of getting to, to, you know, harmonized uh, uh, investment crowdfunding rules. Yeah. And they're just going to get with the, I mean, harping back on the burden reduction. It's, I mean, once, once we, once we get that all like squared away, it's going to give a lot more, it's just going to give that much more breathing room, right? I'm like, then that's just one less thing that crowdfunding companies and just, they just have to really worry about how they can actually focus a little bit more on like, like, like you test out your product, drink your own whiskey and make it as incredible for investors to come in, make it as seamless and just make the best product for the market. So, yeah, so it's, it's an opportunity for, so investment crowdfunding enables companies not only to, you know, attract the funding they need to, to grow, but it's also an opportunity for these companies to uh, create awareness around their company and, and engage with the wider investor, wider community by offering an opportunity to invest in their company. So it's a kind of a combined funding and marketing exercise as well. So essentially by inviting the, you know, the community to invest in, in your company, you, you enable them to share in the upside, but you also create a whole community of, of brand champions that literally have a vested interest because they invested in the company to, you know, to talk about your company and to share it in their, in their networks. Right. So the, the com- companies that, that do very well on our platform are companies that understand that and recognize the value of going out there to community, not only track the capital need, but also to create awareness around, around their company. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, the best, the best kind of brand champion to have would be investors, right? Because they know your product. They know you in and out. They know your story in and out. And the fact that they can kind of share that to their network and just like it just starts spreading out more and more awareness. I mean, that's, that's the best kind of PR more or less than you can really ask for. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from the raise, um, is there anything that's really top of mind for you that you're really excited about in 2019? Well, I, I am, uh, you know, given... Um, view of where we are today mm-hmm. and and the, the successes with the investment crowdfunding that we've seen in across the globe basically uh it's exciting to see that this in some in some uh, countries it's already case right where it already has become mainstream financing so the fact that we've unlocked a huge pool of capital for early stage companies uh, to tap is very exciting, and again, we've got some some work to do here in Canada, and certainly uh, on the on the regulatory side to uh, to make uh, to remove unnecessary uh, barriers uh, to, and that will enable us to to also you know accelerate growth of investment crowdfunding in Canada, and and so uh, so we've come a long way, and there is there is more work to be done, but I'm uh, I, I see 2019 also as a year where where, where investment crowdfunding also in Canada 
uh, can can really sort of um, uh, put through and and become and and, and be, you know head towards becoming a mainstream source of financing as well. Yeah, no, I mean I'm I'm very excited for um, crowdfunding to really just um, be that be be another channel for companies to really grow and um, and yeah, and just to, to to really grow and prosper. I don't know if you can answer this question, but uh, so with like after the race, what can we essentially expect um, from Front Funder? I mean, when, when people think a race is usually a purpose behind it. So like say Front Funder hits their target and what can investors from Front Funder kind of expect afterwards? Great. Yeah, no, great question. Absolutely. We're obviously raising capital because we want to grow and take the company to the next level. And so for us, that means that we basically now we've proven the concept in Canada. We've closed over 30 uh, successful uh, raises uh, on our platform. And um, we, um, we are now really, uh, we're already operating from coast to coast, uh, but we're really now at the stage where we're going to take it to the next level, build out the platform nationally and also expand in the, let's say the private market. So we started with smaller uh, capital raises also to prove the concept and, and demonstrate that it is, uh, it is possible to raise funds from the public basically. Uh, and now we're going to, to expand in terms of, you know, taking on companies that are still private, but companies that are, in later later stage your companies that are looking for growth and expansion capital and so we're we're diversifying in the, along the different stages of development of companies and because those companies uh, you know that are further advanced still need money to take it uh, to take it to the next to the next level and and expand so we're bringing on those companies and it also enables us on the investor side of our platform to offer our investor clients uh, you know more opportunities for diversification so they can invest in earlier stage companies that are really in the, in the early days of proven concept to later stage companies typically already re generating revenues that obviously have a different risk profile uh, so so it enables investors to 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 create a portfolio if you like in in companies in different stages of development so that's on the on the roadmap and now that we've We've proven our concept also going to take front funders to the next level in terms of getting the word out there. So promoting front funder and marketing around our, our brand, we're going to step that up. We're going to step up our activities to support companies uh, with, with successfully closing raises. So we're going to build out, you know, raise these companies with their, with their campaign. And um, so that's, those are some key elements of what, uh, what you can definitely expect in the next, uh, next 12 months for us. And I mean, ultimately we, um, we are, uh, we want to build out our position in, in, in Canada and we want to make the, the, the platform uh, better as well. So part of the use proceeds is also going into further developing our technology platform and essentially making it, you know, easier for companies to, uh, to build their campaigns on our platform and for investors to make the entire investment process as, as you know, uh, as smooth as possible. So those are some key elements of what we uh, what we're looking to do with the proceeds of this round. That I mean, I'm I'm excited to uh, to be able to invest in like later stage companies. That I think that 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 seems very that's super enticing. That in and of itself of like not only can you invest in companies very early on, but you can actually invest in companies in later on stages that have a little bit more proven tracker. Like 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the, for the future of uh, a front funder. So um, with that, I'm just going to, I'm just going to wrap it up. Okay. So what would be the best way for the audience to either reach you, Peter Paul or front funder? Would it be through email, Twitter, Snapchat, like smoke signal, Raven, like carrier pigeon? Like what would be the best way for, uh, for the audience and p- potential future investors to uh, reach out to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, the best way to get in touch with us and, and learn more about what we're doing is to, to go to our website, uh, frontfunder.com. And uh, all the information is there. You can explore, uh, you know, you can learn how it works. You can uh, uh, explore investment opportunities. Obviously, also learn about our own uh, capital raise right now. So I would say that's the best way to, uh, to get in touch uh, with us. We're obviously also active on on. Uh, on on Twitter, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. And so it's very easy to find us, but uh, I would say uh, visit our website uh, and, uh, and explore, sign up so we can uh, keep, in, keep in touch with you and uh, keep, you, uh, keep you posted on, on, the, on, on what's happening at FrontFunder. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's the best way, frontfunder.com. Uh, thank you so much for sitting out with me today. And um, I'm super excited to have you back on when you guys close around and you know, start taking on <laughs> more later stage companies thank you thanks Nancy. thanks very much thank you so much for tuning into fintech fridays uh if you haven't already make sure to subscribe on itunes and spotify for itunes if you could leave us a five-star rating and a review that'd mean the absolute world to us and it gives me a better understanding of essentially what your thoughts are and if you have any questions comments concerns uh feel free to email us at info at ncfacanada.org You've been listening to Fintech Fridays, brought to you by NCFA and Partners. Tune in weekly for the latest Fintech Friday podcast by subscribing to this channel. The National Crowdfunding and Fintech Association of Canada is a nonprofit actively engaged with social and investment fintech sectors around the globe and provides education, research, industry stewardship, services, and networking opportunities to thousands of members and subscribers. For more information, please visit ncfacanada.org.